You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from tripadvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? Well, you're going to learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections and meet the woman of your dreams. Here's your host, me, Trip. Hey, welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip from tripadvice.com. And today we're talking about how to meet women while you travel. Maybe you've traveled a lot before. Maybe you haven't traveled at all. You know, hopefully if, if you're listening to this and you haven't traveled, this inspires you to, to do more because really it is a highly unique experience that you can have and you learn a lot about other cultures. You learn about yourself. You do a lot of growth because it is challenging to go out there and travel and also, you get the ability to meet a lot of cool people and a lot of new women. And as I've been doing some traveling, I'm in Bali at the moment. You know, I've, I've been meeting a lot of girls and meeting a lot of guys too, just, just socializing with everyone. And it got me thinking, you know, guys need to learn how to meet girls while they travel because they're eventually going to probably be traveling. They're going to be going all over the place. At least that's what I hope. I really hope that a lot of you guys are, are you know, planning on doing that as you, as you get older and, and continue your life journey to you know, actually go out there and, and meet more people, and and not just do it in your hometown, but but while you're while you're traveling. So let's get into this today. Let's talk about how you can meet more women while you're traveling and, and get into a social scene because it is going to be one of the better experiences you have while you're going out and and you know sightseeing or or just living abroad for a little bit, or maybe you're just doing it for a week. But there is some really cool things that you could use and and some strategies that I'm going to be giving you today. So let's get into it. I'll start off by saying, you know, one of the ways that I've been meeting people and it's in a co-working space. This is a new thing that has just kind of popped up over the past five years, this idea of co-working spaces. You know, I I work remotely. I work from a computer and there's a, a large community of people who do the same thing. They work from a computer. They're called digital nomads. Or maybe there's people out there who who work from home, they're part of you know another company where they just work remotely. It's not necessarily a business that they're starting, but it's actually you know something that doesn't require them to be in an office. So a lot of these people figure, why not do that in a cool location? So they travel around, they go to different hubs across the world. Some popular hubs are, well, one is Bali. Another one is, is Chiang Mai in Thailand. I believe there's a few spots in Europe. There's Puerto Verita, Mexico. Uh, what else is popular? Um, I believe it's mostly places that are a little bit more inexpensive. You know, I don't know if there's a lot of really big and popular co-working spaces for international people in more expensive places like like Tokyo or or London. I think they exist, but but it's really really popular in some of the cheaper places because a lot of people you know like to work abroad and, and, and save a lot of money while they're doing it, right? Because it can be expensive when you're out of the country. Now, again, depends on where you're listening from. I'm talking from more of an American standpoint, but either way, these co-working spaces are designed for people to get together and socialize. You're co-working, you're working alongside other people, and it really lends itself to starting conversations and, and meeting people. So co-working spaces are really cool. So if you're listening to this and you want to work abroad, you want to get a remote job, or 
you already have one, I, I really highly recommend that you check it out. I've been doing it for the past three weeks now, and it's really just incredible how friendly and how cool people are and, and how easy it is to just spark conversation and get to know people. It's really amazing. So that's kind of one of my first tips is that if you are working remotely or can work remotely, co-working spaces is a great way to meet girls. Starting conversation is, is easy. You really just go up to them and say what's up and start talking about why you're here and what you do and and things like that. And then easy, just get their number and, and go from there. And, and I'll talk a little bit more about starting conversations abroad in just a minute. But but let's go into some more and more places that you guys can meet girls. So co-working spaces, like I said, very popular. Another thing is meetup groups. And if you're not doing this already, you should check it out in your hometown. But meetup groups are happening all over the world. It is a global website, right? So there's meetups happening pretty much in, in every city that it's that's available. And that is a really great way to meet people. You know, there's meetups you can go to called expat meetups. Expat meaning expatriate, someone who's not from that country. So imagine looking on meetup.com for an expat meetup or some sort of international meetup, you know, we're just going really to meetup.com, typing in the city that you're in and seeing what's up. So if you're doing a traveling for two weeks, you know, this is not maybe something that you're doing like I am where you work from a computer, but you're just going for a limited amount of time and you want to meet people, go to a meetup group. There's going to be people there that want to meet you. People are in a, in lack of a better word, kind of desperate to meet people because they can get very lonely while you travel. You know, a lot of people travel alone, and even if you're not traveling alone, you're traveling with somebody, you know, you want to kind of branch out and, and get out there. I, I should say this. I really recommend that you do travel alone, by the way. That's one of my biggest tips to you. I try to do that from time to time. You know, I try to do it at least every couple of years, do a solo trip, you know, where I'm not meeting a friend or going somewhere because you really break out of your comfort zone that way. And it forces you to meet people. You know, you don't have an option, right? If you really want to meet people, you really want to meet girls, go on dates with girls, well, I mean, listen, you got to be going and approaching. You can't just be sitting back. It's really up to you and no, no one's going to come up to you. And, and if you're traveling with someone, you kind of have that kind of person to fall back on, right? So it's, it's easy to do that. All right, let's move on to some other stuff. So we talked about meetup groups, co-working spaces. There's also Facebook groups. Now, that's interesting, right? How, how would you find a Facebook group? Well, if you're going to be traveling for longer than two weeks, you might want to see if there's any Facebook groups that pertain to the city that you're in. I would actually search in Facebook groups the city and see what pops up. There's a lot of different Facebook groups out there, and depending on what you're interested in and what you're doing, there will be a Facebook group that is going to be pertaining to whatever it is you're doing in a country or doing in a city or something like that. And what you can do is you can join these Facebook groups and then you can see the events that are going on, right? You can even friend people that are in the group and say something like, hey, I'm, I'm you know, see that you're going to this event. I'm traveling and I'll be there soon. I just wanted to introduce myself, you know? So go into these Facebook groups, see what's going on, see the events, friend a couple people, you might even find that if you have a lot of friends on Facebook, that you might find people that have similar friends, right? Mutual friends as you. And so that's another great entrance to friending people on Facebook and being like, oh, how do you know so-and-so, right? Because you never know who's traveling and who knows who. And that's a great way to, to start the relationships out there where you're going. So again, I know that some of this is more for long-term travel, but 
you can use this for short term too. You can use this for your 10-day trip, your week trip, whatever it is. It's, you know, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter how long you're going there for. You can still go to meetups. You can still go to Facebook groups. Maybe you'll be back one day. You never know. So yeah, check those out. Facebook groups, meetups, right? Co-working spaces. There's also cafes. Cafes are a great, great place to meet people. It's really amazing how many people are going to cafes during the day, right? To just chill, to plan maybe some of their trip, to meet someone, to do work, to just hop on Wi-Fi, right? Everyone wants to hop on Wi-Fi. Not everyone gets a SIM card. They actually just use Wi-Fi and they're going to cafes to get that Wi-Fi. So lots of people are there and it's just a great place to, to meet people. You know, you can see someone with a big backpack and you can be like, hey, where are you traveling to? Where are you going? You know, be curious about something that they have in front of them. Be curious about something that they're wearing. It's so easy to start conversations and here's the best part is when you're traveling, people like when you start conversations with them because they want to meet people and you're lifting the burden. Trust me, you're doing the hard part and you might be saying, well, Trip, well, why don't I just let people approach me? Well, then you're longer, you're no longer in control. And you're going to be sitting there and you're going to be waiting for people to come up to you and, and start a conversation. And it's probably not going to happen. So you got to be the one to do it. You got to be the one taking action in control. Go up, start a conversation really out of anything. You can even go and ask an opinion on something and say, hey, you know, I'm looking to do some cool trips here. Do you recommend anything? And they might be like, oh, I'm, I'm here too. I just got here. Or they'll be like, oh, I live here. You should try this. And then you can move conversation from there. And then you can even get their number if you guys seem to have a connection or maybe there's someone who's also traveling and you guys want to meet up and do a, a trip somewhere, you can do that. That's how fluid traveling is. People are really, really open-minded and you're dealing with an open-minded person. It takes an open-minded person to do traveling, especially solo. Not a lot of people can do that. It's hard. You know, like I was saying earlier, it is difficult to go out there and make yourself, you know, do a trip on your own. It's it's difficult. It, it it takes a very special kind of person and that kind of person is going to be interested in talking to you and conversing with you and hopefully making a friend. And then if it's a girl that you're attracted to, well, who knows? You guys could have a, a nice little adventure in a new country and it can be really romantic and really nice and it can be pretty awesome. So, so think about that. Other things you can talk about with these people, ask them where they're from. Very simple. Ask them where they're from. Talk about where they're from and how it's different from when you, where you're from. You know, talk about the similarities even if they're from the country that you are from. You know, talk about that stuff. It's so easy to just get in the conversation because all these topics are really right there in front of you in terms of traveling and it brings up a lot of great conversation because you can be like, hey, why are you here? Why are you doing this? Why are you, you know, on this trip? Is it vacation? Is it work? Oh, cool. What kind of work do you do? Oh, wow, that's interesting. You know, go into some of those topics. Here's something else I want you to think about when you're doing some traveling here. Don't just focus on hitting on every girl that you meet. And don't only focus on approaching girls that you're attracted to. Talk to everyone. Talk to guys, too. Start conversations with them. You never know what kind of crazy adventures you can end up on when you meet people. You talk to another guy. You start a conversation with him. He's with a bunch of friends. You guys get along. He invites you to go along on some sort of trip with him or go to a bar with him or some event or whatever's going on. And then you go to that event and voila, you meet some more girls. You meet more people and you just kind of 
have this network of people that you continue meeting. You're meeting this person here and this person here, and then that connects you to another person at another event or another trip. You know, that is one of the best things too about traveling is that there is a large network of people. You know, everyone knows someone who knows someone who knows someone, and you just enter that network. And the way to do that is, like I said, going to co-working spaces if that's the type of travel you're doing, going to meetup groups, going into these Facebook groups, going into cafes. And of course, I mean, I shouldn't just state the obvious here. Go to bars, you know, go to different kinds of clubs, go out where you know there's going to be a lot of people. If you're staying at a hotel, if you're staying at uh, some sort of maybe Airbnb, talk to the host of the Airbnb, talk to the concierge at the hotel, ask them where there are fun places to go out, ask them where there's fun places to meet people. When you ask people in the city that they live in where they can, where you can meet people, they're going to give you the right answer. They're going to be like, oh, no, you don't want to go here. You don't want to go here. But this is the place. This is a very popular place, a very social place. You know, go here. Check this out. This is so much fun. Don't be afraid to talk to the locals and get some of their advice on it, right? And then you'll get some more ideas here in terms of where to meet more people. It's really, it's so cool because it's so easy. I know a lot of guys who do a lot of solo traveling and, you know, they practice a lot of approaching and they practice a lot of meeting girls and and say it's a great time to do it because, well, it is. People are willing to talk to you. I can't really stress that enough. It's really cool. So if this hasn't inspired you to, to do some traveling, I really hope it has. Or maybe you're traveling right now and you're somewhere cool and this is going to help you. But I really hope that this information takes you out of your country, takes you to somewhere different and encourages you to meet people in other places. Not only is it fun, but you will have a lot of growth. And like I said earlier, you know, it is easier. It's a good way to, to start practicing meeting girls because of the ease of being able to start the conversation. So go out there, do some traveling, and enjoy it because really life is pretty short. Hope that helped you on today's episode. I know this is a little bit of a shorter one, but that's pretty much it. That's everything I know in terms of how to meet girls during your travels. And there's a lot of good practical stuff that you can use right away. Some stuff that most guys aren't talking about, right? Because there's, like I said, the obvious places you can meet girls, you know, when you're traveling, but there's some of those other places that you don't know about, like I was saying in today's episode. So go do that. Enjoy it. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.